Bottoms up, everybody. It's the Grassy Troll, Fred here, and I have no idea what episode this is. <laughs> but I do know who I am uh, sharing space with, so I'll pass it along to my left. Uh, this is Blado, uh, as usual, I suppose. And yep. we have a couple special guests. Uh, I don't know if they wanted to introduce themselves. This has been a a uh, a point of contention between Fred and I. Should you introduce yourself, or would you rather have someone introduce you? Um, I'm now introducing myself. <laughs> That's what is... I'm semi- semicolon. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, you hope to grow up to be a full colon someday. <laughs> Potentially. <laughs> and to your left? I want to be introduced. That was uh, Well, we are blessed once again with... Nobs. Nobs. Our new fantastical. Oh, yeah. Yep. That's right. Special occasion. Uh, as of an hour ago. <laughs> as of an hour ago, Nobbs uh, closed on his new home, and he rushed like a maniac to get here from uh, a little over an hour away, so we appreciate that for sure. I definitely did the speed limit the entire time. Of course, <clears throat> of course you did. Of course you did. Of course you did. And last but not least, we have a returning guest, Half Pine in the house. Say her hello. Third, her third? third episode. Yeah. Something like that. Well, one was a half. One was a half. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Two and a half. <laughs> yeah. Actually, on the half, you were a... S- she was She was running the board. Yeah, I've never been board. a true I was guest. She, yeah, I was wondering if you were... I've always uh, been in for knobs. She's always oh, been okay. a knob substitute. Well, you don't have that so, pressure. You don't have that pressure of running the board. First time guest. First time full-fledged guest. Yeah. So that's pretty Moving awesome. Moving on up. Moving on up. Half pine in the house again. Anyways, um, why don't we uh, take a look at our first beer? Yeah, let's get to the uh, treasure trove. The treasure trove. And uh, we are starting out tonight with a Kalamazoo Stout. Uh, This is from Bells of Comstock, Michigan. And let's see, it's a stout brewed with Brewer's Licorice, whatever that is. Hoping it's black licorice. And it's six Love point, black licorice. 6.0 alcohol by volume, and we're not sure on the IBU. But Here, like, take this one. Did, right. did, did you see that thing on the, on, on the internet about how too much black licorice can make you go crazy or kill you? <laughs> <laughs> I've been drinking these all day. No, I'm serious. <laughs> I, I, I could look it up again, and maybe we'll, we'll post something about it, but... Uh, it, it, it seemed to be like legit, yeah. I don't know. Oh, I buy it. That sounds legit. Yeah, and that's for your tasting over there. All right. Anyway, it's a stout, and it sure looks like it a stout, looks doesn't yeah. it? Mm. Uh, what was the alcohol content? Did you six Okay, so Not bad. Not bottoms bad. up, worthy. Yeah, bottoms up. All right, bottoms up. There we go. Semicolon. Get with the program. He <laughs> <laughs> was slow on the uh, cheers. Who wants to start? I think I smell more licorice than I taste, Mm -hmm. if that makes Mm. sense. It tastes like an imperial stout to me. Not too much licorice. I was a little worried about that. Yeah. yeah. I don't don't like the black licorice, but that's good. It's a a little on the bitter side. Yeah, a little little bitter. Um, But that's not bad for a stout necessarily. Mm -hmm. I prefer more malty. Yeah. Uh, Knobs? Yeah, not a lot of black licorice. I thought there would be. You know, and you, uh, yeah, it's an interesting ingredient to throw into a beer, so you think you'd want to give it a little bit more yeah. punch. I know last you know. week I said I don't like coffee, 
I don't like coconut. coconut. <laughs> I don't like black licorice. <laughs> <laughs> what, what flavor do you want in your in your beer? Beer uh, flavor? Yeah, just, yeah. just straight up beer. So yeah, yeah. We, we, the Chamonix Creek was who we had last week with mm. the heavy coconut. So maybe we want them to do a licorice beer, and then it would have the slap you <clears> in your face. Uh, semicolon. Any any thoughts on this particular stout? Um, no. Okay. No. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Shut down. Drinkable? Not drinkable? It's okay. It's okay. It doesn't taste very black lic- licorice at all. It doesn't say black licorice. It says brewer's, brewer's licorice. licorice. Brewer's licorice. So maybe there's something taste, to learn there. It doesn't taste like any other kind of I agree with half pint. It's like just beer. When I you smell, smell it. smell it, it, it seems like you smell the licorice. Hmm. Well, we can come back around to it, but right now I'm leaning towards meh. We've had some really good stouts. Yes, we have. Yep. We'll, we'll give this a half glass and yeah. see yeah, where we'll come at. back to it. Um, before we uh, get into some of our regular things, you know, the big thing in the news, and, and I was a little surprised by it. It seemed it took it to me that it took a little while for the MSM to kind of talk about what happened in New Zealand. I was tuned in this morning, and obviously it happened, you know, at an opposite time zone than where, where, where what we're at. Um, but it seemed like there wasn't a whole lot of information out there right away. Not as much as it would be, obviously, if it was more localized. Um, but uh, just really horrific, especially for a country that doesn't ever have these kind of issues. No, it was amazing. And, uh, you know, what we were talking about before we went uh, on the air, what really bothers me about this is... You know, are we in a time where people are emboldened to do these kinds of acts? You know, more so than, you know, any other time. I mean, I mean, you could look at what happened um, in uh, Norway, right, a couple of years ago. We weren't in that time. But with the way that hate crimes have increased and that hatred for other, um, you know, Ethnic groups have increased, and certainly in the time of Trump, I just can't help but think, would have this happened if Trump wasn't the persona that he is globally? And does it just froth up all of you know these these complete nut jobs? And this guy's a, a nut job, but he's not insane. You know, he's not. You know, he, I mean, he's filled with hatred and uh, misguided fear. And then had some means to carry out some horrific act. So no, I, I definitely agree with you that if that was your statement that you believe that he is emboldening these people to do it, but it always seems like when this kind of stuff happens, there's at least a semi-direct connection to Trump and the attitudes he's. Mm-hmm. Propagating, I guess is yep. the word. So, and I think even with this guy, there was a seventy-four page manifesto where he mentions the U.S. He mentions Trump, right? And it's like right. you expect it, right? So, so you know, does he feel like he has license now because you know the quote-unquote leader of the free world, you know, he believes has these same points of view, right? And so some way he rationalizes that to say, 
you know, I don't know about license, but I, um, it, it, I think people are more likely to do something if they feel like there's a larger group that, and they're making progress towards something and maybe a Trump presidency and that sort of more mainstream ex- discussion mm-hmm. of more bigoted beliefs leads to a thinking that they're making progress towards something and therefore my contribution to it, this it's a, is it's, a, it's a collective. It's safety and, and, in numbers. And, and people feel like when there's a collective, then there's that kind of safety. It's mob mentality. Yes. They're following example. Essentially, yeah. That's I mean, the yeah. Trump isn't out there doing and stuff like that, but it, it's allowing for it to an extent. Know. I mean, I mean, you know, in the U.S., we fortunately caught the Coast Guard guy. Yeah. Right. I mean, well, he, he was he was going to carry out the, some other kind of heinous act. And and again, I I, I go back and I said it then too. Is 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 it the era of Trump? And you know, he he's not going to take any culpability in it. Or of those like Trump, right? Which you're saying, Sammy, right? right. Is that it, it? It's not just Trump. It's the, the the whole collective of that movement that is feeling emboldened. Well, anyway, uh, I just thought we couldn't uh, record today without uh, mentioning uh, mentioning it, you know. Um, but on to our other topics. Um, what did you see this week there on the interweb, uh, Fred, that caught your eye? Oh, speaking of jackasses, I have a <laughs> Trump meme. Oh, I have one too. And this one had to do with uh, the tornado that was down in Alabama when our esteemed leader went down there to throw paper towels and give solace to those who were affected by it. Yep. And uh, turns out our uh, president was signing Bibles, and it's the meme I have says Trump signing Bibles is like Hannibal Lecter signing cookbooks. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, uh, truth and humor. You know, one of these one of these times, one of these episodes, we have to do um, a, a story. On the Trumpsters. I mean, just on the mentality and what makes them tick. There's so much written about it. And I think that, you know, we want to devote a really nice chunk amount of time um, on that topic. Because when I, when, I, when I saw that story, I'm not thinking about Trump. I'm thinking about who are these people that want a signed Bible from someone that is so derelict. <laughs> Well, that, 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 it, again, it always says more about the Trumpsters than it does Trump. Well, I've got a second meme since since I have the time to go over it right now. And we're signing. <laughs> did, did, did I have you on the clock? <laughs> no, we're, this is on the Bible signing thing. Oh, it, so all, all things Bible signing. If there's a, a follow up, all right. It's I'm going to start Googling Bible <laughs> signing memes. It's got a picture of our esteemed leader once again <laughs> signing a today. Bible. <laughs> And it says Bible with actual mark of the beast, eighteen hundred dollars. An eBay ad. It's an there, eBay there, ad. There, there was a signed Trump Bible that sold for like three thousand dollars on eBay like a couple days ago. That's crazy. That did happen. The uh, mark of the boy. beast. All right. Anyways, okay, your well, turn. I just have one. Okay. okay so I know it's kind of kind of lame. You got time. Uh, uh, 
uh, it's a little cartoon, and the caption just says, Trump calls Apple CEO Tim Cook Tim Apple. And then it shows kind of the conversation between Trump and uh, Tim Cook. And so Trump says, thank you, Tim Apple. And Tim responds, no problem, Donald Collusion. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Which, uh, it's too bad that didn't really happen. <laughs> That's all I can say. <clears throat> all righty. Uh, a couple of fact checks from last week. Uh, first, on the beer, we talked about the Neshaminy Creek Brewery, and we were talking about their labels and how fond we were of their labels. Uh and I had a feeling it had to be a local artist because that's what you're seeing here. You know, in fact, you know, we talked about Atwater and looking at the label. We didn't really even mention the label of the Bell's Stout here that we have today. Bell's doesn't subscribe to that, right? Bell's does subscribe to all labels being somewhat different. And, you know, the artwork on the labels seems to be just whatever they feel is right for that beer doesn't make more sense to have a collective look because this label here was sort of yeah right i mean i don't know if there's something on the back of the that describes why this guy's portrait is on there but um you know does it really help you identify a beer with an atwater beer you know it's an atwater beer and if you like atwater then you say okay you know i can try out this pale ale or this stout or whatever so maybe there's something to those uh to those brewers to do that so um, uh, the shout out on the labeling for the Neshaminy Creek is the studio of J.P. Flexner. And also talking to my contact there, uh, they have a brewery. And uh, I think I'm going to get a chance to visit it in a couple of weeks. Nice. Cool. But Do a remote. <laughs> that also says, I hope my sister doesn't listen to this episode because she'll be wondering why I'm there in a couple of weeks. So taking a risk on this one, <laughs> taking a risk. Um, but he said the whole brewery's done up in J.P. Flexner artwork. Oh, so they, that's really cool. Yeah. I really quickly, kind of on that note, I was just in New Orleans this past week, and the first night we were there, we were in an Airbnb, so we were stocking up on beer and stuff, and I wanted to try some local craft beers. I've never been down there. And the ones that caught my eye, they were all from Abita Brewing. Have you ever heard of that? Abita? Abita. Oh. I'd never heard of it. I'd, I saw it everywhere down there, so I think it's really popular. But they had a ton, and they were all, you could clearly see from across the store that they were all the same artists. Same thing as, like, with Atwater. Mm-hmm. They were all really cool. They were Mardi Gras, New Orleans-themed. Took a bunch Ooh, of pictures of them. some cool ones. They were really cool. Yeah. I have pictures I can show you guys. But you could see it, and it drew my attention. I went, and I bought a six-pack, you know, make-your-own-six-pack. I got a bunch of them because they looked cool, and I did some research. And I couldn't figure out the artist, but they had redone, just two years ago, they had redone all of their and, and that's what labels to be cohesive. Right, and that's yeah. what we found about Atwater, yep. and I don't know... If, well, Neshamini has changed, too, because mm-hmm. I saw when I was looking for their product online for images, I could see older versions, versions of the label. So the one we had, the uh, uh, the sh- uh, Shape of Hops to Come, the previous label was n- not nearly as nice mm-hmm. as the one by J.P. Flexner. Okay, other fact checks. Uh, we were talking about the McConnell Cadre, his little posse that stands behind him. Yeah. The guy that I couldn't mm-hmm. think of was Joe Barrasso, John Barrasso, John Barrasso from Wyoming. Um, you can see a, a 
yep. picture of him there. He's always there. He doesn't say anything. Is he the guy to his, uh, our left? Yes. Okay. So you got Cornyn, you got Thune, and you got Barasso. That guy doesn't always look those capable guys. of even speaking. <laughs> look, at the, look at that expression. That's There's it all the time. No, that's flat that, line going on right there. All right. Um, proboscis is, in fact, Latin. And we didn't have to bring that up again because I kind of knew it was. But I wanted to make... I wanted to, 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 to call you out again on in that. In your defense, there. I've never heard that word in my entire life. And we've both got them. This is Big a, time. <laughs> this is a highly educated child. Sammy Colin, did you know what a proboscis was? Yes. Uh, of course you did. I, I, think you did. I think there's collusion. We missed the <laughs> Yeah, we were sick. <laughs> sick that day. That day uh, third party individual, I knew what it was. <laughs> All right. Uh, we were talking about the Manafort sentence, and we'll get back into that because the second sentence was handed out. But um, you were trying to think of the terminology that Judge Ellis used to excuse yep. his <clears throat> behavior, right? Yep. And it was, uh, he has lived an otherwise blameless life. <laughs> I mean, and yet he's, he's got another sentence coming up, another sentencing coming up the week after they said this. It's... It, it, you know, it's it's freak posturous is what it is. <laughs> um, let's see here. Uh, what else did I have? Um, uh, I think that's it. Um, the rest of it, I think we... Well, you got to do about. the last one. Oh, oh, about the uh, NASCAR? Well, of course. Yeah. You got to give pride. I do. I will. <laughs> I, I will. I kind of question the idea if NASCAR really, or if Prohibition really had anything to do with NASCAR. You didn't question it. You flat out said I was wrong. <laughs> no, I said I said that sounds like folklore to me. I think you called it fake news. Oh, well, run the tape. <laughs> he can do uh, it. But, but no, there is a direct link between Prohibition and NASCAR. What, have you thought that? that I've heard it. But did it, when you heard it, did it, did it sound like folklore? <clears throat> I heard it from a history teacher, so I couldn't tell. Oh, okay. Well, they're it's in, it's in the they, history. They spread, they spread a lot of fake news. History teachers. <laughs> so I mentioned the the, the man of Fort sentencing, and then today he was handed his uh, second sentence. Grassy, fair, unfair. Hmm. I think she should have shit hammered him myself. Um, not so much. Because she needed to do a, a makeup on what Ellis gave him a week before. I think she should have shit hammered him because he deserved it. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, I think she should have given him the full ten years. And if she wanted to do the first five um, concurrent concurrent, I would not have have had a problem with that. You know, because regardless, he would have got you know almost mm-hmm. ten years out of it or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I. I as much of the verbal tongue lashing she gave him, you would think it would have been ten, the max. Ten was coming, yeah. and the fact that she only gave him what forty three months, it, it kind of like eh, kind of fell short. I'm not sure why she did it that way. Plus, I think thirty months of the forty three months is concurrent, so he's only got like thirteen tacked on, thirteen months tacked on after the concurrent. Okay. Well, I thought it was seven and a half total, and I don't know if that means nine less nine for time served. But well, I thought it was well, seven and a half. It's seven, seven and a half, half total. That's after all the the takeaways, the nine months, and the good time. I'm not sure about the nine months. Yeah. Okay. 
Well, regardless, I, I thought she should have let him have it, especially she really gave it to him. I mean, in the what for, and the sentencing didn't match the what for, in my opinion. I thought she should have let him have it. I, I, Is that my colon? <laughs> nope. Well, I, I, I think to say I just made a sound. <laughs> okay. I, <laughs> I thought you were I noticed raising that, your hand by making I, I noticed there were uh, mixed reviews, you know, from... from you know, lots of, of different news outlets. Uh, so it, it's probably fair enough. Um, it, it always comes back to a comparison, right? Everyone still says, well, this person, you know, got 40 years for having a bag of Coke, you know. So that has to be rectified differently than saying that Manafort should have been given 25 years. I saw something today. I am not knowledgeable fully on this, but I saw a headline, something about... Then you fit right in. Yeah, really. okay, well, yeah. comparing... We just say shit. Comparing... <laughs> People his, listen for something. Comparing his sentence to Kwame Kilpatrick, and they were bringing right. in the, the race thing, but that was more of a... Because those were both financial crimes, state-level state, right. state level crimes, correct? Yep. So that was more of an even... I didn't read the article. That yeah, Kwame got the book thrown at him. Right. Big many, time. He got, I don't remember how many years he got. 30 years. 30 years versus right, yeah. this 7.5, give or take, however mm-hmm. it works out. And I mean, those were more comparable crimes. I mean, I'm agreeing that the people will go to jail for years for, like you said, a bag of weed or something. How many counts that's a more Kwame up for? I don't even remember. Comparable. But Manafort's basically 20. 20 counts. Yeah, you, so you'd think that would count for something, right? I mean, you, you, you get... You know, four for this and three for that and two for that. You know, know. it still doesn't make sense to me. But Uh, and and then you know, for his lawyer to come out of that courtroom and just lie like he did, uh, in the name of the judge, and he did it twice. He did it with Alice, and then he did it with this judge. He's basically invoking their name and saying. This is what they said, saying no collusion, no collusion. She said, no. or he said, she said it conclusively, right? Was that right. the word he used, conclusively? Yeah. Why, why doesn't the bar look at this? I mean, I absolutely. You know, I think the bar should have something to do with this. The, the bar we go to or the yeah. bar that... <laughs> bottoms up. <laughs> bottoms up. Um, uh, <laughs> the, this, the idea that a lawyer can get out there and, and lie in public... As a officer of the court, they still are an officer of the court, and you know, without any repercussion, just just lie out there. I just uh, I don't get that at all. Yeah, and I know judges almost exclusively say nothing after cases and after decisions, but in this case, when you've got somebody leaving the courtroom, in in think about it, in lying about what you said, enduring. Her little spiel. Mm-hmm. She even made yep. a point. Made a point that this court proceeding had nothing to do with the Russian investigation, mm-hmm. nothing to do with the Mueller team. It had nothing to do with any of that. And yet, this guy, the first thing he does, goes outside and pronounces it. Hilarious, though. All those people yelling at him. Yes. You're yeah. not a lawyer. You're a liar. <laughs> That's not what she said. That's not what she said. <laughs> Hilarious, yep. man. Yeah. I think the bar should get involved and investigate it or whatever. There, there has to be something. You, you can't 
take what the judges said and twisted it around like that, and I don't know. It just doesn't seem right. Yeah. Well, Manafort's I, not I done. I blame Trump. <laughs> Trump error. Uh, well, he was talking to Trump. Yeah, he was. Oh, yeah, I mean, was, I mean, that was an that audience was. of one. There was an audience of one. That's yeah. all that yeah. was. Uh, Speaking but, of Trump, how does he play into all this? Uh, you mean on pardon? Uh huh. He's always been angling for a pardon. Well, I think a pardon is coming from Manafort, but now <laughs> the state has gotten involved. Yep, and. You know, it's it's hard to imagine that he's going to be found not guilty <laughs> by the state on very similar charges. It was 29 minutes yes. after the judge... And that wasn't coincidence. Oh, are you yeah. kidding me? No way. They were sitting in there... Lying in wait. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How many was it? 16 counts? 16 counts. 16 <clears throat> counts of residential mortgage fraud, conspiracy, uh, state tax evasion as well. Um Manafort's not done, but there is a really interesting case happening right now within the Supreme Court that could save Manafort. I mean, as awful as it sounds, you know, there's, they heard oral arguments in December for a case that would eliminate what's basically kind of a, a double jeopardy between state prosecutions and federal prosecutions. And... When this case was being heard and the pundits were talking about it, you know, of course, they, they had to talk about it kind of in the era of Trump because what if Donald is brought up on state charges so he can't pardon himself? Or can state charges be indictable on a sitting president even though the DOJ said that federal charges can't, right? And so it, it does kind of play into this Trump presidency but if it wasn't for the Trump presidency, take that out of it. Take Manafort out of it. You know, as a as a progressive on criminal justice reform, would you support the idea that a person cannot be prosecuted both federally and on state level for the same crime? But show of hands. These these um, indictments that they brought against him, they're close to it's not the same charge. it's not the exact same charge and they're usually it's, not still it's because, but see that's why this went to the supreme federal, court because right. it they're, they're they're similar charges right yeah. they they still make them slightly different are they distinct enough and i think that's what the supreme court is going to rule on I, I think after the oral arguments and when the you know the experts the supreme court experts they analyze every question that each one of the justices ask I think they were leaning towards them overturning this. And in today's Supreme Court, you know, if the Supreme Court decides to see a case, you almost got to believe they're going to reverse the lower courts. Because what's the point of taking, it of taking the case if you're not going to yeah. reverse it, right? Um, but that may be what happens. They might reverse, and, and that's going to kind of open up you know, I don't know, further litigation, I don't even know what, what, how, you know, could it, could it be retroactive, like people that got thrown in jail in the state and, you know, federal, could their time be reduced? Who knows how that would happen? I don't think, I don't think that any of that was part of the, the lawsuit that's in front of the Supreme Court, uh, Gamble versus United States. So the DOJ 
are the uh, defendants on this, and and they're trying to keep their policy of uh, we don't care about double jeopardy. And this guy Gamble said, "Wait a minute, I've, I've been charged at state and federal." Hmm. So it could really play into um, uh, Manafort, and could play into Trump. Every everything's so important nowadays, just drives you crazy <laughs> you know it's like oh they got him oh wait a minute now there's this <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like at least a couple of the of the counts were distinctive enough but right who knows right that might be wordsmithing on the well parts no knows? i mean it's still going to come down to some mm. level of uh lawyerism right yeah but we know manafort's lawyer's a liar no. And the rest of the world does now, too. <laughs> At least our world. Yeah. The, other, the other big news this week, and I think it's pretty substantial, and of course it does play into the last topic about Trump pardoning himself, um, is what Pelosi said on impeachment. And I, I was a little bit shocked at the beginning when I first heard her say this, but I'm kind of softening on it now a little bit. And I'm starting to think that, you know, she's making calculated political moves and playing a little 3D chess with this one. What do you think, Ressie? I concur. I mean, I, I You trust I, her? Yeah, actually, I do. Because I, I think I had the same reaction as you did um, when I first heard it. It's like, oh, come on. Let, let's like, why take that off the table, right? Yep, yep, yep. What do you mean, take it off the table? But the more I heard about it, I, I too feel like she knows what she's doing. She she's she's playing the right move. I think she is. Yeah, I mean, you know, when when she said that impeachment is too divisive for the country, my reaction was Trump is too divisive for the country, and we would heal more quickly with no Trump than going through an impeachment. Um, and that kind of harkens me back to Bill Clinton's impeachment. And what is our what are our thoughts? How do we reflect back on Bill? Because Trump's impeachment could very well be the same as Bill Clinton's impeachment, right? It it it, it could be highly partisan, not you know, it, it may not be illegal acts. It could be unethical or um uh, un, things that were unpresidential. unpresidential. Becoming of the office. Um, so, so how do we feel now? Was it was it was it a good thing? I mean, do we, you know, did it tarnish his presidency? Because if if the House votes for impeachment, uh, but the Senate doesn't, so there's no removal. Um, what's the point? What's the point? Is it is it does it does it tarnish Trump? Especially a guy who has no shame. How can you? Par- you can't tarnish this guy. What do you guys think? <laughs> I would, I would think, sort of yes. Um, I, d- I definitely think that at least for me, like that's like practically the only thing that we learned about Clinton was that he was impeached. Okay. And at least it would be a significant marker and indication that we weren't going to tolerate and that this wasn't a normal thing and it's not just a president that came and went. It. So even if it wasn't I, removal. I totally agree because yeah. we were both really young when that, I mean, I'm a little older than him, but we were, I was too young to remember any of that. I was little, but 
all I learned, you know, that's what is in my head. When you think Bill Clinton immediately, it's the impeachment. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that that would stick. I think this is a different situation because it's kind of been crazy before he was even elected. Trump, <laughs> you know, it's been it's a different situation. But I, I don't know. I, I don't know about resources and time. Is there is there other things that they could be effectively taking actions to change something that's that's wrong or that could be fixed other than that in the meantime whereas this might be seen as an ineffective thing i don't mm. know you know if it, it's not going to go it's not going to either you know what i mean it's not right, going right. to be removal it won't be su- successful yeah. in the broader term but but maybe he would a be, statement and they, in in the house or whatever they would be saying we're not going to let it slide even right. if it's not we're 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 saying marking this point in time there, there might be better re- there might be maybe pelosi has some ideas as to why it, it genuinely wouldn't be beneficial, but I don't think it'd be useless to impeach him. Agreed. On a larger well, when, time scale. You know, so much matters to politicians about the next election cycle. So what Pelosi is thinking, honestly, is about the next election cycle and how that plays for the people that uh, the Democrats that are running and what would impeachment look like. I mean... The one thing you may or may not know, even though you think of Bill Clinton, uh, you know, in the in the sense of impeachment, he also his favorability went way up. Like there was a backlash against the Republicans when for impeaching him yeah. because they thought it as poll numbers went up to like 64, 65 percent approval. And they just looked at it as. Uh, and that would be it only partisan. intensified today because it's a right. totally different landscape i right think. pelosi did leave herself uh some outs i mean, I mean it, the the news grabbed onto the idea of you know that she's not in favor of impeachment i forget her exact quote but she did say um unless there's something so compelling and overwhelming and bipartisan so you know she she wasn't ruling it out completely and if the Mueller report comes back and it really does show some coordination <laughs> that becomes high level, you know, then, you know, impeachment is still on the table. To play, have to, be. to play a little devil's advocate, in one sense, it kind of pisses me off that they're, that she's taking this tack because the Senate and the House is compelled to do it. There's enough stuff going on out there already out in plain yeah. sight that should compel them to do it regardless of political risk that they're taking. But I know that they don't... Well, I think well, that, they, yeah. that kind of goes to both sides. Again, sort of playing devil's advocate. Democrats, if, obviously they're all voting unanimous, unanimously on things, it seems like, in the House, the Democrats for Mostly stuff. right now. For the most part. So they're kind of safe. But if, if a Democrat was to come out and, and vote against something that's, you know, again, anti-Trump or whatever, they're going to be... They're not going to do that, even if they didn't believe, whatever. But, like, the Republicans aren't going to do it either, because right now there's nothing, like she's saying, there's nothing so bipartisan. There should be. I'm agreeing with you. There's enough out there already that's a little sketchy. But, you know what I mean? Oh, I'm always, you know, posting things. Impeachable, impeachable, impeachable. Right, exactly. (laughs) But at the moment, to the way that they see it and the way that they think or know that their constituents see it, I think... Even if the Mueller report did come out and it was fully should be not or whatever, not or bipartisan. Yep. 
I don't know if it's believe this. Yeah. My is it really going to matter? He said he was going to kill someone yeah. on Fifth Avenue. And no, I, no, my, my bar for impeachment is lower than yeah. a lot of people's. <laughs> but I see it from both parts. I feel like they're both playing yeah. that game. Both sides are playing that game. They're doing what they're doing at the moment. But just for keep the in next mind, election. though, with any of them, the bottom line is their job security. Right, it is. that's what right. I'm the saying. No, no, I mean you yes. boil it all down. That's really at the base of it, regardless of what they say, because. They're just looking for their next re-election, so. So, hypothetical question. Let's say Trump does get a second term. <laughs> hypothetical. Ruin my beer. Do, <laughs> another one's coming up soon. Do they go for impeachment then? Oh, I think they're going to impeach him at some point. You think the House is? Yes. You think it would take you, you re-election for an impeachment? Ever? Do you think the Senate will ever impeach Trump? Impeachment is the House, like, well, exclusively. Removal from office. But it has to go. Senate, right. It's the same. It's, it, they also call it impeachment in the Senate. But I think, fact check that. But I just think that you don't do it before. And you let like you said, Fred, in, you know, embolden whatever, whatever party that the president is with. And then, hey, second election comes around, 60% approval rating and gets back in. No. Well, you I, no, I think that's one of Pelosi's concerns. Exactly. Yeah. That it could embolden, you know, the yeah. m- more more Republicans to get out and vote, as it did with uh, Clinton. Clinton. Mm-hmm. I think it probably would. I don't. I, I I think that can be overblown because I think you're trying to embolden a number that's already at thirty seven percent. Like is, I like, and like that group isn't growing. It, yeah, I don't. I don't see that group. Growing. I mean, yes, there are a lot of Republicans that still have to vote Republican, even though they hate Trump. Um, but I, but I, I don't, I don't know that the number's that big. It's hard to imagine the Senate would ever vote to remove the president, regardless of what it's called, when they're standing behind the president like they are. Right? I mean, they this resolution for disapproval. They stood behind the president in large numbers again. If you if you, if, if you were seriously going to impeach the president or call him out, this was the time to do it. Right. They had an opportunity to, to to vote in bigger numbers on the resolution for disapproval on the national emergency, and twelve defectors in my mind is small. I'm still very disappointed in what happened. I know, you know, he's going to have to veto this thing, and it's passed and. You know, the Democrats are calling it a win to see, you know, the the, the rebuke of his uh, of his policy. It ain't enough, in my opinion. No, I, I agree. You, you would think that there would be at least a few more that would have jumped in and uh, a, a few more. I don't I don't know why it wasn't 90 to 10. I don't I don't get why it's only 12 or they're even searching for 17 for the life of me and we talked about this when the when the house voted for this uh, resolution of disapproval on the national emergency to build the wall i do not understand the political calculation here i cannot figure out why republicans feel this is politically in their interest i mean i i hope they are getting hammered at their town halls. Not that they show up to them anymore. That's a problem, right? They'd, Republicans won't even go to their town halls. But, you know, how many really, really red states are there? 
about 13, 15. So if you had two Republican senators in the reddest of states, then, you know, you've got 26, right? That, 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 that should be the max. I, I could understand maybe 20 to 30 um, Republicans, but I can't understand, uh, you know, what is it, 41 Republicans siding with the president on this. It's pretty amazing. It's, it's such an overreach of power and an overreach that they complained with, complained about with Obama. Right. Even it, when 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 you talk to the Trumpsters about the Obama presidency, one of the things they always bring up is my phone and my pen. Right. <laughs> that was all about presidential overreach and, you know, how bad DACA was. You know, I was listening to a talking head uh, this morning, I think it was, and they were asking him, well, how do the people that support Trump, how do the Republicans justify what their what what their disdain was for Obama and presidential overreach and power, but yet it's okay for Trump? The answer is really simple. They don't care. The, the hypocrisy doesn't bother them. And even more than the hypocrisy, just the idea of we're going to let him do what he wants to do because they depend on his base for votes. Yeah. And again, what's it all boil down to? Re-election. But again, I don't, that's the part I don't get here. I don't get the political calculation. I, I think a lot of these guys are going to get beat up in their, in their towns for uh, not voting for the disapproval. So now we're left with what happens next. Right? Right. I mean, Absolutely. the, the veto... The veto is going to take place, right? He texted. He, he put the did Twitter it? out there. I, I believe it did. But I, he, I, think I think he, he did. Vetoed. Oh, he already vetoed. Oh, okay. okay. Don't hold me accountable, but I think I saw that he did. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was breaking I think news. He did. Yeah, <laughs> I did see that. Oh, he vetoed it via Twitter, right? <laughs> no, <laughs> that might be real. I don't know. Well, he did. Set, he did just tweet veto. In yeah, all it was one word veto. <laughs> but he actually tweeted that yesterday or the day before. He, 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 right after the vote is when he... No, yeah, this was today. I had seen it. I was scrolling, and it said 25 minutes ago. He, okay, he, uh, all right. Twitter is policy for Fact check. <laughs> it is. It is. Um, so then what happens, right? I mean, we're going back to the courts. The, the courts. Um, you know, there's pending lawsuits already. Hopefully they're making them their way through the courts. And, you know... How many states brought lawsuits? Well, that was just one lawsuit with... Uh, multiple states. Multiple six, maybe? I, th- I think it was six or seven. Yeah. And then there's uh, the lawsuits by uh, landowners. They've also filed, and there might be even a couple others. And then hopefully Congress is going to sue. I tell you what I'm worried about, though, is there's some people that say, you know, this, this supports the idea from a um, judicial standpoint, this vote, that it should not be an emergency because you had the majority of Congress people try and reverse it, right? So they could look at that. I look at our wacky Supreme Court, and I think they can look at it and say, Congress, you had your opportunity to overturn it, and you didn't. So it's not that important. And then they uphold it. Interesting. Because there was that other there was a there was a check and balance. You know, right. to you know, to do it that way. 
the the other thing that I thought was mentioning the for this week was Beto announcing he's uh, running for president uh, today. I think right, and that formally uh, today, yesterday. yesterday. Oh. Wow, I'm really off on my days. Either um, yesterday or day before. And, and yeah, it was at least yesterday. Tuesday or Wednesday. Fred, you had written some things on Facebook that you're yeah. a fan. A Beto? Yeah. Well, I I didn't put that out there is that's the guy I'm No, nobody has to commit compelled to vote for at right. this point. I just thought that he he appeals to all sorts of different people. He's very charismatic. He, he doesn't sound canned to me. Mm-hmm. He comes across as very genuine. He understands the issues. And um, I, I think he has that charisma. He's got that it factor that, I don't know, is reminiscent of maybe like Bobby Kennedy, that, that kind of a person. Or Barack. Or a Barack, yeah. They're calling him the white. Barack I was going to stay away from that. No, <laughs> no, I heard it on the radio. No, I heard it all the time, and I think if you want to compare him to Barack, that's fine. You know, I mean, it's kind of like in sports; they always compare white athletes to white athletes. You know, like on, on their performance on the field, they never, you know, is that you, a thing? Yeah, like they don't say like you know, Gronkowski reminds them of Sterling Sharp or yeah. Shannon Sharp, the tight end. They would say he reminds them of Daniel Witten. You yeah. know, so that that kind of thing. It's always, it, it's it's just an easier visual comparison, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, <laughs> yes, he does get compared to Barack, um, except for the crazy arms, right? Uh, the hand gestures, uh, I, I guess. That's garbage. Of course it is. Who cares? Because last night on Chris Hayes, they, they showed um, the presidents and in his, his hand gestures. It was way beyond <laughs> anything that Beto had ever done. <laughs> hey, with, with Trump and with Republicans, anything they try and say negative against you know, a Democrat or one of their perceived enemies, it's always projection. Yeah. First thing, projection. And you know, nine times out of ten, 99 times out of 100, you can... Uh, Sammy, what do you think of Beto? I think he's fine. Just fine? I, I, yeah, I think he's fine. Are, have you thought about where you rank your Democratic primary candidates? Um, we, 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 I mean, pretty sure you're going to vote Democrat in the general or you wouldn't right. be here. <laughs> <laughs> so you mean like on the podcast or like living? Uh, so you know where where do you fall on the, on the primary started, spectrum? I've started to to, to formulate some uh, thoughts, but I haven't. No, no, you don't decide now. A, yeah, uh, a, a ranking. Yeah. Um, Half pint. I have not. I am in the same boat. I haven't. Do you, no, no, not like, but, but, but just about Beto. I don't. You could get behind Beto. Yeah, I mean, I think so. I don't. I really need to do some research on everybody, including him. But I did notice him, even when he was running for Senate in a state that I don't live in. Mm-hmm. I was noticing him on social media. People were talking about it. There's got to be something there. I'm not saying you should just follow whatever you see, but I, I, I need to look more into it. But. Yeah, I don't know. I, you know, I think it's going to be... There's something going on. A little 
um, maybe eye-opening to him. I mean, I don't want to discount his chops, but running in a state unopposed from your own party is different than running nationally, right. where you have all these other Democrats a lot. <laughs> that are going to be coming after him. Now, you know, the mantra for the Democrats this year is let's not attack each other. Let's kind of try and keep this at a high-level policy look and not uh, on character yeah. assassinations. But then, you know, Bernie will want to rip him down, you know, because <laughs> that's what Bernie does. Um, and how he responds to having to answer to other Democrats is is a big question mark. My big concern, and of course, I mean, if he was the candidate, I, I would get behind him. But I'm not sure that I would because one of my big concerns is he is kind of Obama-like. And, you know, it's, it's kind of kumbaya-ish to him. Like, you know, I, I found this quote in an interview that I think it was the Washington Post. And he says, offering hope that America can be better than its current partisan and hate-filled politics and that the country can come together. I got to say, I'm not in favor of that position. <laughs> and, and, and let me explain myself. Screw bipartisanship. It doesn't work. You're not going to convert X number of people over to your side. It just isn't going to happen. What happens is you make policy. You cram that policy down to the American people, and then they rally behind it when they realize that it works. Yeah. You know, so to try and get people together before you do stuff, that doesn't work. You know, you know there were, not everyone in America was in favor of giving women the right to vote. And it wasn't until they made it a law and then, you know, people kind of grew with that social, you know, scene, that, that, that social change, and they realized, okay, this is a good thing. But I would bet you that you still had 49% of the people, probably all men, <laughs> whatever yeah. it was, even right after it became, you know, law for women to vote, still against it. It's, but over time, it it's changes. It's the legal change first before the social change. And some people are expecting that society is, to change bef in order to make the law. Whereas if you can make changes legally, and is, even if you're squeaking by, yep. if you can get it done, and society, then people will... You know, can even get society to change. It's the people in power and the right. politicians and those making well, decisions. And especially when the same kind of types of people are being elected so that's that's my concern is I don't want to hear talk from politicians about bringing people together. No, I want to hear talk from politicians about how they plan on cramming their agenda through. And if I like that agenda, then they have my support, regardless of whatever their uh, their their labels are. Okay, to the treasure trove there, Grassy. All right, we have a new brewery to. Uh check out today it is tapestry brewing from what was the city bridgman bridgman michigan i've never even heard of it what we have here and blotto jumped the gun and well i'm gonna start have... pouring so <laughs> all right we have pouring going on while we're talking and then we have drinking while we're going on while we're pouring and drinking i think it speeds up things noted this is called northern trippin and uh, it is a New England-style IPA with a 6.2 alcohol level. And uh, 
it's a very cool label. It has um, some people kayaking up on Lake Superior in Michigan with the fall colors. Is it an enhanced photograph or is it a no, drawing? No, no, that's a painting or drawing. Yeah, I guess it, it is. almost looks watercolory, but uh, very cool. We have never heard of this uh, brewery, so we are all experiencing it for the first time. The first thing I noticed right away is there's a massive amount of head. Monstrous. Yeah, same difference. Yeah. The, the and I poured mine slow. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't go well. <laughs> well, that's okay. I mean, um, combining artistry and chemistry. Tapestry. Tapestry. And, yeah, none of us have ever, ever heard of Bridgman. No. So, uh, it looks down by uh, Fred, you you knew what you were buying uh, with a New England style IPA. What is a New England style IPA other, other than one with a big frothy head? No, it, it sort of doesn't look like the other New England styles that I've had because normally they're very pulpy, like orange juice. Okay. They're a bright. Like a orange color, like orange yeah. juice, and you actually look, they're cloudy. This is a bit it's cloudy. It's a little cloudy. Yeah, this is cloudy. Not as this much is as not near, like, M43. M43 or um, what's the other one? Slurmlord? Slurm. Slurm? Slurm. That's hard to say. What was the brewery that. Oh, I couldn't tell you. Slurm. That's awesome. I like that better than M43, actually. But it's normally, um, it, it, it is an IPA, but it's normally more sweet towards even tasting like orange juice yeah. in general. It, it's not necessarily bitter. That's what I was just going to say. Yeah. Mm. You know, this, 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 uh, this it, is it, cloudy, it, but it's not pulpy. Like so. Because like with the M43, when you get that in a can, a lot of times you get lumps at the end mm-hmm. because all the pulp is settled. I don't. I don't think this is a lumpy beer. M43 reminds me of like a screwdriver. Yeah. There's that much mm. orange and pulp in it. Yep. Yeah. I might like that. It's, mm. you know. <laughs> well, so, I don't know that you would. Slurm is up. Well, it, 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 I'm, 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 from my taste, I'm starting to learn it's the hops plus the bitter. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's, if it's sour, like those grapefruity kind of beers, that's the ones that really turn me off. Mm. This one, you know, doesn't have that bitterness. It has some of that hoppiness, uh, but... So, so far, I like it. It's good. They're ca- they kind of remind me of, like, have you ever made beer mosas at home? Instead no. Of a mimo- instead of the champagne, you do yeah. the beer. Like I, like, I would do it with Oberon or something like that. I just had one with something. It was grapefruit. It was a grapefruit ginger beer, and we just added orange juice to it. Hair of the would, dog the next morning. It was real good. This reminds me. It's a very refreshing beer. Yeah. It is, yeah. Yeah. Sammy, any thoughts? I think it's good. I think it, I, it sort of tastes not orangey, but sort of. A bit citrusy. Mm-hmm. A lot mm-hmm. of citrus. Yeah. yeah. And, and highly carbonated, obviously. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Did you but that adds to the refreshness. How meringue-ish the foam is. It looks like oh, lemon. What? Meringue. <laughs> it's meringue. Meringue. Meringue-ish. But now he's adding an ish to it. Meringue-ish. <laughs> I think that's a dance. Was that like Carmen meringue-ish? <laughs> you know what I like meant. Like the pie. It translated well. <laughs> You look at it, this isn't a typical beer head. It, it's, it almost looks like lemon meringue. Mine's not. <laughs> oh, look at that. That's, uh, that's picture. All right, we, get a picture. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Yeah. <laughs> it goes away. Put it on the... Uh, that is awesome. On, on I like social that. media accounts. I like it. Did we have final ratings for the first one? That's my question. I say meh towards for me. I'll do for me. I'm going meh. Not, nothing jumped out. Meh. 
I'm not usually a stout person, and I didn't like it at first, but as it kind of sat there and uh, I drank it down, I think it's for me. All right. All right. I'll make nice. mine for me. I'll be definitive. Okay. Yeah, you have to. I will. <laughs> If, 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 if makes it easier for Blotto somebody chooses. around here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> I think this, this one is for me, though. This is delicious. Mm-hmm. I, I might go for me, too. Especially, I can see this as hot summer day beer. Oh, yeah. I was just thinking. Summer the, camping trip. The, the extra carbonation. Yeah. The citrusy uh, finishes really well. Mm-hmm. Big and like it. You know? Yep. In fact, they should have a picture of Higgins Lake, Higgins South Lake State I, Park. I don't think is as pretty as Pictured Rocks, but... After a few oh, of these, I might... A few of those. <laughs> I might like it more. It's not as pretty. Is this a fact? <clears throat> Did we talk about the percent on this? What is the percent? 6.2. 6.2? I okay. looked it up when I was buying it because I'm like, well, I'm not going to buy some sister kissing beer for this price. <laughs> So I made sure we were at least above six, and it was six uh, too. All right. And plus, I really dug the the can. I think did, it was awesome. Did they the have other beers? Bes- yes, they do. Other tap? No, at the store that you went to. Yeah, they. Have, oh, they have more tapestry. They had like three or four other hmm. offers. I've never it's seen new. it. Yeah. Yeah, it might be even new. I'm gonna look out for them. I like it. It's yeah. good. Sixteen and Gross Beck. Uh, I think it's called Parkway. Okay. They have them there. Shout out to Parkway. Shout out to Parkway. Those guys are getting to know me there. <laughs> That's a good I, thing. I, I can tell that they're That's actually recognizing me. So <laughs> every three weeks, going, <laughs> boss, you're back. Are they Russian? No. <laughs> is this a front? <laughs> yeah. Uh, there is uh, something in the news that we have ignored, and I don't think we can ignore it any longer because it's it's big. It's, it's and it's sweeping the country, and I don't think any of us have the ability to really participate. So no. we are bystanders in this phenomena, right? And we're talking about baby cheesing, baby cheesing, Ew. baby cheesing. <laughs> terrible term. <laughs> is it? Is there another term that's the? That's, oh no, no, I no. just don't like that word. <laughs> Uh, for those that don't know what baby cheesing is, right? I like this guy. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. You, you, we you, got a baby you, You've been busy word. buying houses. Yeah, so I've got we'll, an excuse. Okay. I'm like Fred. Okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe as we're talking, you should look one up on uh, the, uh, the internet. Web. But what baby cheesing is... You realize that baby cheese... It's going to be my Google search history. It's going to, it's you, it, when you put in baby, I, I would bet you cheese Cheesing comes up in up. the... Go incognito mode. <laughs> How do you know about that? Protect yourself. <laughs> so what baby cheesing is, they are videos getting posted online of people taking a slice of cheese and flicking it onto their baby's face. <laughs> This is supposed to be behavior control, correct? <laughs> it all started with a dad in Michigan. Oh, oh, oh I like it. Yeah, according to right. Washington Post, it all started with someone in Michigan. <laughs> I, I didn't, I didn't pay for Washington Post. So I can't read the rest of the story though. Yeah. Well, you should pay for it because that's how we keep the media 
you know, churning here with good stories and good investigative reporting, like baby cheesing. The fake news media? <laughs> yeah. Regardless of how much WAPO you're able to see in your limited uh, amount of free uh, articles, did you see a baby cheesing video? That is what you got to see. Uh, yes, I did. Okay. What That's... did you think? I don't understand it still. <laughs> uh, what is the genesis of this? I, I think I have an idea, but I, I'm not sure. I don't know what the genesis is. What do you mean? Of why I'm talking about it? No, no, no. no where the the whole cheese hitting the baby in the face sounds like so, a dad in Michigan was <laughs> bored and was no, left alone with his baby. What I some cheese I, 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 I could see myself doing that to my kids all day long. <laughs> a whole pack with a 45 Velveeta slap, 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 slap. slap. Making it rain on the face. <laughs> it does look like most of it is that craft uh, American. That singles, craft singles. That's what it looks like, you know. Yeah. I mean, Havarti is very sticky. It rips, too. I don't think it would work quite as well. You know, but the whole thing is the reaction of the baby's face, right? But, you know, I don't think they're doing it for a reaction because from what I understood, it was babies that were, like, emotionally out of control. You hit them with the cheese. They stopped crying. Yeah, they stopped crying. This was was a a control fact? This was a... um, Behavior modification. There, thank you so much. To be fair, if I was in a bad mood and someone threw cheese at my face, it would stop you in your track, right? I'm happy. And here's what it goes back to. This is also what I heard, and I don't have WAPO. And you should. Do you remember when you had a small child... And you did swimming class. What did you do before you dunked them underwater? You blew in their face. And they'd go, <gasps> and you could put your kid underwater and hold them down there for a minute or two. I didn't do that. You didn't never did the swimming thing? Well, no. We did it with her. <laughs> I think. I have no. no. Well, no. Th- that's the thing. Yeah. It's like you got the babies, they're infants, and you're trying yeah. to get them. Now, maybe I didn't do the blow in the face thing. Does that make would them explain hold their breath? The, uh, yeah. brain go, <gasps> it absolutely makes them hold their breath. You blow in their face and they'll go, they kind of lock up and you can take the infant, put them underwater. This might and explain they, And they don't suck the water in. Can I do that to one of my cats? <laughs> Probably. Well, I see Only the cheesing on the, the cheese. The cheesing is on, on the, the cats. On the cats is fantastic. <laughs> I saw one, they just, someone's laying on their bed, their cat's just there, and they just fling the cheese and their ears go so far back and their head just goes so far. Did they far. just freeze? They just freeze and then they, I don't know what happens, but... The cats, oh my god. And Has then I, Dino done that on Catterday? Uh, well, he just borrows videos. But Catterday is another thing. Like, like when I think of the baby cheesing thing, I start to think of all of the crazy social media trends that have happened over the last couple of years. And it is sort of part of our culture now, right? We, we wait for these things to pop up and then gravitate towards them. I mean, I don't know what makes them viral. I don't know I don't what else would make one's more interesting than the other. But there's been a lot of really stupid ones over the years, right? <laughs> I think the ones that people get hurt in, those are usually the ones that really go viral. Just because everyone wants to be a daredevil? <laughs> no. Just, the Tide it's, Pods, it's, you remember that? <laughs> so stupid. You know, I, I was late to the Tide Pod game. Oh, Sammy's got something. Tide Pod is. A total of 87 people actually ate Tide Pods, and nobody ended up being actually hurt. It, I mean, it how was, do you know 87 people? That sounds like, the that sounds like one of your numbers. 87 hospital reports in total. 
Okay, that's when went to the hospital. What about all the knuckleheads that didn't go to the hospital? There were there were more or than eighty-seven. They, 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 it, it really wasn't. It was. It there was were more than eighty-seven people that ate. No, it, it, it's 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 no. Nobody actually, other than a couple thirty-year-old YouTubers who were looking to get <laughs> clickbait YouTube views, uh, actually ate Tide Pods. It's, it's a, a exciting and invented thing. What was the point of that? What was so the it, it started primarily because a lot of people found, and that's where the origin of a lot of memes come from. I don't want to say it's original because internet trends where you like do something or is like they're kind of connected to memes, but they're different. Yeah, is when a lot of people find that they something that they thought that they just had inwardly is shared with a lot of people, and one of those things was Tide Pods look really edible and delicious, and they do. Kind of. They kind of look like no, the jelly it. things that, that you right, can eat. Right. They're, that they're forbidden was snacks. That started because it looked a particular Yes, it, they look edible. Well, yeah, because they were going to, when that was all happening, they were like going to change the way that they looked. Because it was like, to little kids, they look like candy, which they kind of do. It, it, in, in they're bright colored and, yeah. There, there, before any of it, there were a few reports of the elderly <laughs> gods. I don't know why that's funny. <laughs> Shouldn't be B- because they man they is doing time. So they were they included in the eighty seven? I don't know. Eighty seven. Eighty seven. I'm not, I'm not it, even going to Google that. Eighty seven is an fact check it. Ah, okay, it, it ends up in the fact checklist. All right. All right. Have you ever heard of the neck nominate? Uh huh. The what? It's a it's an alcohol consumption thing, right? I have no idea. Have we not heard of it? Neck nominate. Neck nominate. I was looking at a list of these, like, you know, trends. Menomina. Neck nominate kept coming up in it. Menominee. It has something to do with, like, like, massive amounts of alcohol consumed in 30 seconds or 30 Ooh. minutes or whatever. So it kind of falls in the dangerous category. And then I think you have to nominate somebody else. Which then that kind of thought, I, all things nominating, I really can't stand. Right, I mean, you yeah. you see those, right? Uh, you know, five movie lines, no explanation or whatever. It just, I don't really participate. I think uh, maybe one time I have, but the only one I can remember participating. Remember, we did the ice water, yeah, the ice challenge? bucket, yeah, ice bucket challenge. We did that one, and, yeah. That's so the ale, the ice bucket challenge, which was an ALS thing and was a, a nomination thing. Resulted in something tangible. They found a new gene connected to ALS from the money the donations. created by the donations for the Ice Bucket yeah. Challenge, and that's a great example of. And it was mocked a lot for like people are doing this, but they're not actually donating. It's useless. I donated. I donated. And it was a great success, though. And it was a great. Yeah. Success. So you said you said it's a great example. Is it the only one? Because I can't think of another one that was. There's one as successful in terms of helping people. There's one going around sort of right now. I don't know if it's truly caught on, but I've seen it a few times in a headline on Facebook or whatever. Can't remember what it's called now, but it's like Okay, this doesn't sound like it's trending. It's, that's what <laughs> I, I don't know what it is. I've seen it a few times. I've seen it a few times. I don't know if it's caught on. But essentially it's like um, a challenge, I can't remember what it's called, but you go somewhere where there's like like a river or something where there's a bunch yes, of trash. That's, that's garbage. That's what he's going to see. Yeah, so you take a picture. Trash tag sa- uh, trash. challenge. Yeah, yes. so you take a picture, like surrounded by a bunch of crap, I guess, and then you take a picture trash. after when you've cleaned it all up. Yep. Yeah. And then you post it. No, I, I have seen some. So it's, not, it's not a monetary thing, but it's, oh yeah, that, yeah. 
Yeah, what, what, remember, Fred, we're on the radio. <laughs> this Talk is about totally it. related to what she's talking about. I know, but you're just waving it in the air. <laughs> I'm waving it at her. I understand. <laughs> tell, us, tell us what your bracelet is. <laughs> this? <God>. No. <laughs> okay. F Moving you. on. F you, knobs. <laughs> at least knobs told people it was a bracelet. <laughs> we got that far. Carrot. So it was it was made out of recycled waste or whatever, right? This, yeah, it's plastic and glass from the ocean. It's for yeah. ocean, right? That's for, what oh, for ocean. For ocean. Yeah. yeah, I just got it. Sweet. This is this represents you are a, a uh, the sea turtles liberal. Progressive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that one does seem more important than say hot dog legs. What I do like the hot dog legs. I'm all about that. It's not helping anybody, but it's making me laugh. That sounds hideous. Someone has to. It's throw making me, in me laugh. Okay, so what you do? So, hold on, hold on. Sam okay, hasn't okay. Uh, chimed in here. No, I don't know what hot it is. dog legs are. I, I, I didn't recognize 90 percent of what's on that list. Weird Facebook things. That one's been around for a while. So, so what is it? I assume it's mostly women because shaved legs. Not that that means anything, but you can mostly hot women. Dogs. So it's like, okay, so you're at the... <laughs> no, you cannot. <laughs> okay, so you're at the pool or you're at the beach or something, you're wearing shorts and you take a picture. It's kind of hard to explain, but so like you take a picture... With your knees up. With your knees up. Uh, together usually, presu- whatever. Yes, up like this and that uh, you can't see it on podcasts, but you take them up and you take a picture and you say, are they legs or hot dogs? So and you're if, seeing- you're, if you're tall and skinny, unlike myself... You, they sometimes look like hot dogs because you can't see your feet. So it's your thighs up with your rounded yes, knees, with and your they look like hot dogs. And if you have tan, skinny, long legs, they look like hot dogs. And some people post two hot dogs together and say, yes, or hot they dogs put are two, legs. Yes, or the, yeah, or oh. they do actual hot dogs. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. We will, we will post examples of <laughs> I, all I have of to these. see that, but I follow it, but I have to see it, though. Yeah, no, the, the, the one image that I looked at, it was like, eh. I, I, I could go either way with that one. <laughs> uh, you know, did it, did it start? Because when, when I was looking at previous trends, uh, the one that jumped out at me that I didn't even understand it at the time that it was going on, but it, it might have been the forebear for all this. Rick rolling. Okay, that's oh, been around that's for a long time. See? Yeah. See? Is that the Rick Astley thing? Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Could that be the first viral trend? No. No? Absolutely not. Give me one that's earlier. I can't. <laughs> but. Well, no. But, we're talking about those, classified those, those silly viral trends. That's what. That, that, not, and not in terms of. you know, It didn't start the internet. I'm just saying silly viral trends. You know. Oh, I'll tell you my, the, the one that I think started it. Cats wearing bread. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> I, I, I can't yes. have cheeseburger. Yeah, I can have cheeseburger. Yeah. What? Is what? Bub rub and little sis. <laughs> what? What language are you speaking? Language of the internet. All right. Do you know what cats wearing bread is? I'm assuming it's cats wearing bread. They have it around their <laughs> little did. faces. Yeah. And yeah little holes cut out of the slice yeah. of bread and you stick that's it That's when I realized the internet similar. was a wonderful thing. Yeah, and that's similar to the cheese on the cat. Except they don't put their face through it. Uh, oh, we could start one. Combining the two. Throw a piece of bread at them? A bread. cheese sandwich. Cat. <laughs> cheese, bread. <laughs> cheese. 
I don't know why so much involves cats. It's kind of because their their reactions are just funny. the internet loves cats. Yeah, you People know what were the cats. crazy ones though? Were the the dress? None of these were the well, no, but the the ones that were really weird. Though, oh right, the mind. The the dress. The dress color was it gold or was it blue? Oh, yeah. and then there was the laurel or Yanni, Yanni, Yanni laurel. I mean, that messed with you because. You'd be sitting there talking to someone next to you, and they're seeing and hearing You're looking at different realities. But, but your brain, personally, is not processing it the way their brain is processing it or whatever. <laughs> those, are, those, to me, were the weirdest ones. I mean, yeah. Cinnamon yeah. Challenge was a good one. <laughs> cinnamon Challenge, yeah. that's Anyone do the Cinnamon Challenge? Lots of people did this. We, I didn't know. I had an Eighty-seven people. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally overblown. No, I, no, and old people. Eighty-seven millennials and some old people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, S- eating semi, you, are different. I, semi, you I, never did the cinema challenge. I did. You did the cinema challenge. It's like in like some pathetic manner when I was in like middle school in like. Yeah, yeah, it accomplished nothing. You just spit it out. Kind of, it's hard to do, but it, like it's really you can't hard do, to do it. It's like, like I don't saltine. Think, There's it, one with saltines. You yeah, shove as that's, many saltines. that's yeah. interesting. That's way that's not even on my list. That's better than this. because because yeah. it's it's less dangerous yeah. and also it's it's much more enjoyable because <laughs> you you can't you're not gonna enjoy doing the cinnamon challenge. No, but okay, it, you cannot, and everyone thinks that they can do it. Everybody, I've never told. Try to eat six saltine crackers in under a minute. So one every ten seconds if you average it down is impossible. Is that impossible? It can be done. Ah, Bring me six saltines right now. This is what everybody says. You think you can do it? Sounds like... I'll do it on the air. Yeah. Uh, Never happened. What? No one does it. Oh, are you familiar with this? I know what he's talking about, yeah. Uh, This one's new to me. I've seen it. it, You get about it to the fourth one and you're you're locked up. Most yeah. people don't get past four. Yeah. Huh. That's interesting. I'm buying saltines this weekend. You do that. Have fun. <laughs> Stock your new house with saltines. That's <laughs> <laughs> all I can afford. <laughs> Have you tried to hold a Coke can in your boobs? That one I was not familiar <laughs> with. Very familiar with Coke. <laughs> not so much with boobs. Oh, my God. Uh, it was a thing. It, apparently, it was a thing. What was it? Just what I just said. People <laughs> a took what? Bottle? Glass bottle? Can? Whatever you got handy. <laughs> what, what does that matter? <laughs> well, I'm trying to picture... A two-liter. <laughs> <laughs> that's impressive. Oh, that's impressive. <laughs> uh, if you don't a two-liter, uh, email me. <laughs> no! Nods at problems. <laughs> 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 it's, it's by the water. <laughs> It's lakefront, man. Bottoms up. Bottoms up. Bottoms up. I'm a conscient. What is it? Dissenter. Objector. Objector. (laughs) The other one that really surfaced on all these lists, and I didn't, I must have missed it, and that was the Kylie Jenner lips. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at, at you, half mine. Like, would you know about this? <laughs> I know what it is. I don't know exactly how people were doing it, but they're doing it, all kinds of ways. So the, the idea was just to plunk bottle, them up. bottles, duck lips. Yeah. yeah. So they were doing. Well, it was a way to plump your, your, plump but it wasn't like lip. a permanent thing. It was just like for yeah. a video or did a you post. Like punch yourself in the mouth. <laughs> Maybe somebody did, but I think it was more like when you like 
it's like the suction of something, like a bottle or a cup or something. Oh, oh yeah. I don't remember, remember that. that. I, didn't See, I don't remember I, that. I didn't recognize but it. People were, but, it, but it was high on the list. According to the news or whoever was reporting, it, people were, it was dangerous in some way, but they were, you know... Using a cup or something, mm-hmm. and the suction would like. So what would they like? Plump, suck the air and then you pull. And let it, yeah, you pull the cup off, and then your lips. All the blood would rush. Yeah, yeah. So and I then guess they it, take a picture, and it would look like her lips. Yeah, but not as dangerous as the Kiki dance. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of people got hurt doing that. <laughs> Out of the car. Well, I don't know. Sammy's going to tell us how many people exactly. Exactly. Yeah, you open the door and you, you jump yeah. out of the car and dance you with the dance car. dance next to your car while you're oh, running around. Oh, I've seen that. It's what it was called. <laughs> there were a lot of fails. It's also called In My Feelings. Because In My Feelings is the name of the is song. Is the name of the song. Yeah. So the, I don't know where the kiki comes from, though. It's, it's, the, it's a line in the song Kiki, Do You Love Me? Oh, okay. All right. It's a Drake I'm, song. Mm-hmm. I think I'm ridiculous unless they show a lot of the fails. We, were watch, we watched like an hour on YouTube of those fails and it was worth it <laughs> and people getting hurt yes all right well i think bottoms up needs to come up with one of these viral moments that's how we're going to really get our podcast soaring into the stratosphere so let's think the, on the bottoms up challenge all right what's the challenge i don't know <laughs> try to do a podcast while drinking three beers and eating four saltines <laughs> What could we eat? Let's put it that way. <laughs> I don't know. I, I doubt there's anything <laughs> that will help us. We'll give it some thought. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Unless there's any other viral moments that are worthy, let's check out. I got nothing. I got nothing. All right. Bottoms right, up. Hashtag bottoms up. Hashtag bottom <laughs> up. Out. Cause baby, I hate you Cause baby, I hate you Cause baby